talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. so close like, one day we'll just edit that song to be the right length and then you won't have to worry about it it'll be great uh, well look i took the time to get that buttered sausage thing you did so oh, hey thanks for finding the geek spot we already got so much love coming in so much love so much love chat is blowing up even before we started look at all that yeah thank you um everyone for coming out to watch us or sitting there and watching us because we're not out anywhere that you could see. Maybe one day. Maybe that's a thing we could think about one day. Sure. sure. A live show at a place. We could we could work on that. Yeah. As but, soon uh, as we uh, we can advertise it on YouTube with all our clips. Oh, how was your video this week? I must. I think I missed it, your video. It, it was similar to yours. Was it from uh, last month? Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks for finding the Geek Spot, everybody. Thanks for joining. We got lots of good stuff to talk about. Actually, like, prepared. Like, Look at that. Is that printed? I, it is. It's actually, yes. Like, I actually on news radio? I, I'm trying. I'm trying something it's, it's more, it's the shuffling of the papers it's makes it, it sound more It is. More I don't have any, I don't have a ticker. I need to get a ticker. Like KYW back in the day? I think they still do that for the No, they got rid of it. Oh, actually, They actually put a news report out that they were getting rid of the the ticker tape the ticker oh wow thing in the back yeah so how are you doing how was your uh week good uh, good busy busy got um you know gigs all over the place and and kids starting school and all that and i finally actually made it out to the movies <gasps> no way uh, yeah i've been catching up on on shows the the little bit that are dropping here and there Dylan, Dom, Charles, good to see all you. Um, you know, I went and saw, took the kids, saw Blue Beetle. I was going to drop a review, but I just, I just, uh, I wanted to wait and give yeah. you the opportunity to see the movie first before I dropped my review on on YouTube. You can review that. It's safe. <laughs> it's it's safe. It's You're not going to help save it in the box office. Your uh, your AMC Insider could save that entire franchise. I make I, it a trilogy. It's all right. I'm okay. I'm okay, okay with this on this one. I saw I saw Dom's review. Dom's review was good. Uh, um, we'll we'll uh, we'll look at it in a few. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and you know Harley Quinn's still going. Adventures with Superman's still going. Not, not all not all of Harley Quinn's going. I finally caught up uh, on. Wow, that was dark to start. Wow, and I finally uh, finally caught up on that Tales of the Jedi show uh, to <gasps> to kind of prep for some of the other Jedi shows that are coming out. Oh, okay. So keeping busy on that side. How about you, man? I think there's a birthday in order, isn't there? I'm lazy. It's not my birthday. No, my, young, my youngest son uh, turned 21 tonight. So I took him around the bar after work and I got him a shot. His first shot uh, last. Well, my oldest son turned 21 during the pandemic. So it was, it was a little, you know, a little bit of a down. But uh, I got my oldest son a shot of Jameson and I and I videoed him and he was cringed and recoiled from it um the green tea shot went down better my youngest son we took him around brick house and uh got him a shot of jameson and he took it like a champ and i said uh that's your first legal shot with me is that your first shot and he just kind of looked at me and he went not really and i went okay i'm like you're 21 now whatever you say whatever happened in the past i can't be mad now and he goes I've had some before. I was like, okay. I mean, I walked in for my 18th and was said, hey, we yeah. decided to start blended Snapple and vodka. Try it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I told him, I was like, what am I, I going to get mad at? You're 21 now. I can't get mad at shit you did in the past. So parenting tips from Frank for anybody yes. that needs him. Yes. Um, aside Kids, do what that, you want before you're 21. Just don't tell your parents. Look, look, man, they didn't do drugs. They didn't really drink. They didn't smoke. 
I figure I'm I, I'm ahead in the game. You're doing good. That's, that's what I thought. Um, other than that, I have shockingly been lazy. Uh, I've been just run down. Haven't really watched much of anything. Uh, the Peloton came the other day, and I did I did 12 minutes out of a 20 minute beginner workout before uh, my cheeks were on fire. Got it. Yes. Even with the I ordered the fat guy seat because the little yeah. I'm right I'm not I'm not a bike fan. Now, the fat guy seat helps. Yeah, I'm sure. So um, I've kicked the bang habit. I don't drink bang anymore. Okay. No. Now it's Celsius. Is there caffeine in Celsius? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's, but there's zero sugar. It's gluten-free. Yeah. It's kosher. Oh, and it's well, a non-GMO drink. That's, that's, I don't believe most of that, but that's fine. There's no high fructose corn syrup, no aspartame. And no yeah. artificial colors, and there's essential vitamins. That's good. It's good. I don't know how you're sugar-free, sweet, and don't have uh, aspartame, but that's you fine. What? It got me off bang right now. You might have a sucralose, so that's fair. It's fine. I started drinking Monster to make up for it for you, so it's oh, fine. That's what, what flavor? <laughs> there's so many flavors. No, what flavor do you drink though? Uh, whatever flavor I pick, I oh. I don't. I'm not. Oh, I'm. I'm picking. not a one flavor kind of guy. I like the yellow one. I just like the yellow one. Um. But uh, no, other than that, I, I I haven't really, I haven't even caught up on my Aquaman documentary that I've been watching on the side. Yeah, uh, I did try Twisted Metal. Uh, I got most of the way through the first episode. I think um, I really just need to sit and dig into it. Yeah, my attention hasn't been. I, I'm dying to review it. So you know, um, I mean, I, I almost remember it. It's been a little while since it came if, out. If you want to talk about it tonight, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not really worried about spoilers with that. Um, Look, say, there's, I'm not there's worried about Oppenheim spoilers. There's nothing from the game to spoil, right? But right. season two looks like it's going to be the game, I, which I, is way more fun. Uh, yeah. Season one was an absolute blast. I loved season one. It like uh, he just left the city. Yeah, you're, you're not even. You're not even started yet. I mean, it's right. So. The the fascinating thing for me with that and same thing with Poker Face and same thing with all the stuff they've done on Peacock so far yep. is they all feel and are written like USA shows. Okay. Right? Where they're like, there's going to be this this overarching storyline for like a couple seasons. Right. But like, we're going to do episodic TV in short form. So it's like six or ten or ten half hour episodes, right? Yep. which everyone is completely self-contained, but it gets you to the next one. So it's totally like episodic television, which right. you don't get much of anymore. Right. Um, and no, it's much all. more effective in a 10-episode season than it is in these like 24-episode seasons where you're like, oh, this is filler, and we're not moving more. Shit. Sorry, I clicked on something. I clicked oh, on. I thought you read the most recent comment about can't wait to hear your thoughts about Barbie. Uh, no, uh, I actually have not seen Barbie yet, but... When I do eventually get back to the movies, things at the house have been a little hectic last couple of weekends. I haven't even gone to the pool, dude. Um, when I do get back to the movie theater, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible are on my list. Indiana Jones is going to have to wait for Plex. Um, well, Indiana Jones drops tomorrow. Does it? Oh, that's even that's all. Digitally, awesome. yes. Um, yes. You know what else drops uh, digitally at on September 1st? What's that? The Wheel of Time season two debacle. Oh, that's exciting. Not really. Oh, season two's not good? Uh, season one wasn't good either. Well, <laughs> look. It now mm, yeah. If you're a book purist, I enjoyed season one plenty because I never read the books and don't that, uh, don't have the time to read thousand page books anymore. Yes. That actually fits really well. That does. That that yeah, makes so the storyline to me was fine because I didn't feel like they missed all sorts of stuff. They um, missed so much stuff, it's not even funny. Um, and they recast one of the characters. Well, yeah, because he quit in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, nobody still they filmed most of this but... season during pan the pandemic, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah. See, look, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this thing, but if they made it ten to twelve episodes, I think it would be better. And if they stuck to each season being a book, it would help it a lot more for me wasn't they, i thought the first season was a book the first season was like a book and a half two books got it and it, they're like they're melt because i i guess you know it's hard he doesn't know how many seasons he's actually going to get and he's got this i said 15 book story to tell and you know that's you know 
like you said, it's a thousand plus pages of book almost. Yeah, the, the show still feels like I don't know if you remember Legend uh, Legend of the Seeker. It's what it feels like to me, a hundred percent. And I love that show, but I think it was only on two seasons. Well, but it was one. Of, this was back in the day for all the kids on the on the show. Uh, <laughs> this is back before you know DVRs and uh, being able to really figure out when things were on TV. Well, without buying a TV guide, uh, and it was on like Saturdays at like three, maybe. Maybe two, depending on if there was a sports something love, going on. I love sitting there looking at the TV guide. Um, but Legend of the Seeker was a great show. I remember it. I don't know if I watched it, but I remembered it. Well, Bridget, uh, no, uh, Bridget Regan from that show actually came back on Gotham as one of the Poison Ivies, the 17 Poison Ivies as they aged her up and down and all around oh, as that show yeah. progressed. Yeah. Um. So it's been a it's been a rough week to. Um, like in, in the sa sadness, it's been a rough week, right? So uh, WWE superstar Bray Wyatt passed away at 36 years old earlier this week uh, or last week. Um, Terry Funk, who was 873 years old, passed away. I heard about both of those. Yeah. I, I'm generally familiar with Terry Funk. have no clue who the other guy is, but no, he's, you, he was very you, beloved. Not watching wrestling, you wouldn't. He was more, he was one of the more like supernatural type wrestlers in the vein of The Undertaker, but not The Undertaker. Uh, very entertaining, very entertaining. Um, Terry Funk, obviously, yeah. I mean, if you haven't heard, you watched Roadhouse and he's been in a couple of Stallone movies, I think, way, way back in the 80s. Got it. I mean, I remember him wrestling, so. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him wrestling too. Um, Arlene Sorkin passed away to voice of Harley Quinn. The yeah, Harley I, I hate the fact that I had no idea who she was or that she was the original voice of Harley Quinn. I I know you t you texted me. I really thought it was Tara Strong that whole stretch, not realizing that she didn't pick up till the oh, video games. No. Um, and then the big, big one that that hit my childhood. Um, and there's a joke to this that people have been saying, and it's actually kind of funny. But Bob Barker passed away at 99 years old. And, and the meme joke going around is, is that he got the closest to $1 without going over. Yeah. Which is really, in a way, a touching tribute. Uh, but all the sick days at home watching The Price is Right every morning, all summer long watching The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. um, it's sad. It was, it's been a rough week for, for Hollywood. In it's, that it's weird how, you know, he was 99 right before his birthday, right? Betty White, same thing. Stan Lee, yeah. 99. Like, yeah. all these big celebs, like, yeah. almost make it to 100. And it's, there's something that's like, nah, it's going to, right before you get there and get that, that, uh, that bash, we're going to, we're going to stop it for you. Um, Dom, yeah, people, people more, uh, like, a little bit younger than you really get the Bray Wyatt thing. He's, he's, um, he's actually the son. His real name is Wyndham Rotunda. He is the son of Mike Rotunda, who is a wrestler that you might recognize if you saw him mm. um, name wise, probably not, but he also is related to Barry Wyndham, who was one of the original four horsemen. We're not the original four horsemen, but one of the four horsemen back in the day uh, of wrestling. Um, it, it, it was, it was very sad. A lot of wrestlers got his symbol was the firefly, Whenever he would come into the arena, they would black out the arena and everybody would held up their cell phone lights mm. as, as fireflies. And a lot of a lot of rest group of wrestlers got little firefly tattoos for him. And it was it was uh, it, it's rough. Um, but uh, as, as we as we move forward. Um, Dune 2 has been delayed to 2024. There's some there's some pluses to this. So I don't know if you watched the trailer for it yet, and I'm sure you've watched Dune 1 multiple times now. I now I'm actually going to hold off on Dune 1 until 2024. It's I, look, I watched the original and I hated it. I did. Mm. I tried to read the book when I was younger cuz all my friends were like this is so awesome. No, it sucked to me. But I'm you know Star Wars is based on Dune, right? Maybe? Yeah. Maybe yeah. is it? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, I definitely will. It's a desert planet with the chosen one. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's moving from November 2023 to March 2024, and I guess the good news is is because it's already filmed, right? It's ready to go now. Yeah, if I remember. But because of the strike, they can't promote it. Correct. 
So delaying it because they still have no idea when this strike's going to end. It's they're no closer to ending it than they were a week ago. Yeah, the the other reason being, right, without promotions for this because the first one they don't know how well it did or would have done. Right? Cuz you have a lot of stars in it but none that are verified box office stars, right? Like Zendaya, not a verified box office star by any stretch of the imagination, right? right. Spider-Man is. Is right. Zendaya? I don't know. No. You know, um Timothy Chalamet I don't know. We'll find out when Waka drops, right? Well, like if he's if he's a Hollywood star or not. We don't we don't really know. He's critically acclaimed, um, but I I think it's good to hold it because the first one was one of the movies that released same day HBO Max as it did in theaters. So they right. have no idea what the box office could have been. It was in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Um. The big plus for this releasing later is it opens up the IMAX window for Captain Mar for the Marvels. Because previously, the Marvels was not going to drop in IMAX because Dune had a six-week block on all IMAX theaters. Wow. Because it was filmed to be shown in IMAX. So it already had that locked in. So now that opens up the stretch for the Marvels, and the Marvels may actually even move up a week. I I was actually low-key waiting for the second one to be released in theaters so I could then watch the first one and see it. Because I hate that long... You know, yeah, I watched the first one on a plane and um, I was pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Okay, I'm 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 expecting it to be great. Um, because I, you know, I saw the first one, you know, I think not in the theater for sure, but I definitely saw it four or five times. It was always on like in the background on whatever channel it was running on, huh? The original one, yeah, yeah, the one from the 80s. Um, and then they did do a series too on sci fi that was apparently pretty good but I, didn't get to go far enough into the story to make a difference. Look, I watched the right stuff in a movie theater when I was younger, so Dune yeah. wasn't on my list. It's fair. Um, also, Godzilla X-Kong, mm-hmm. uh, the new Empire, also delayed from April 2024, uh, or delayed to April 2024. Craven and Ghostbusters also pushed to 2024. Darn, I'm so I'm so sad. Craven got pushed. I hope they keep pushing. They can keep pushing it. Yeah, keep going. Um, so far, uh, as far as the WB goes, they have not moved Aquaman yet, uh, Wonka, or the Color Purple, which they're doing a musical. Um, I've seen zero ads for the Color Purple. Wonka, I think, will be okay because there's not a lot coming out against it. Right. Um, the Marvels, you know, will be fine. Aquaman, we'll see. I haven't even seen a trailer yet, and we're I not that far away from it. No, and it's another thing that the, that they can't really promote it anyway. Um, no, but the, I mean, just dropping the trailers promotion enough for that. Jason Momoa, I feel like, and maybe not really a verified star either, right? Box office, like we keep assuming no. that notoriety equals box office star, and it didn't even work for Tom Cruise this year. So like, no, but and Tom Cruise is a is a legit movie star. Didn't the first and, Aquaman hit a billion? It did. Wouldn't that put there him a, in star status? But he's done one, right? Okay. He's had one okay. billion dollar movie. Oh, um, he's in Fast and the Furious. Whatever. He's yeah, a, but the latest one not not as big as all the other ones. But yes, it was fine. Did. It was in and out, man. No, nobody cares about family anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he also did Slumberland, so you know, and he was tagged at the end of the Flash. So, mm, not um, great, not great visibility. And it's got Amber Heard. It has some challenges. Yeah, I mean, look, getting that movie off the books after blue beetle now and getting um getting that movie done getting that out of the way and getting a release between amber heard and not being tied to the dc universe going forward like just release it get it done get it yeah. get it off the books right yep. off for this year and be done yep um yeah dom messaged me uh the other day or tagged me in a post that the flash was on video on demand and i just ignored him it's on hbo max now dropped on hbo max uh, i saw, I saw that um and, and i totally ignored you um, also our friend, Jimmy Wooten, who sometimes drops in, uh, texted me, we were talking about, um, some other stuff and, and he, he just dropped in, by the way, I saw the flash and I loved it. And I replied, I know you're going through a lot right now. So I'm just going to smile and nod to you. Um, he actually really enjoyed the movie and, and you know, it's a cool uh, look. If I didn't, if I didn't, uh, dislike Esther Miller so much, uh, it may have had a shot. I, yeah, um, but I, the fact that they keep trying to explain it and look, if it's on a smaller screen, I bet the CGI doesn't look as bad as it does at like 50 feet or whatever. 
probably not. And the only thing Jimmy Jimmy commented was that he did not like Zod as the villain, and I agreed. No, because because uh, it didn't. It doesn't make any sense to make Zod the villain in a Flash no. movie. Here's here's fun Zack Snyder news for you. You'll like this one. Uh, Zack Snyder is interested in making a Gears of War movie, oh. but the original creator will only agree to let Zack Snyder have it if Dave Batista is cast and plays a central character, Marcus. That is fair. Has been really trying to get after for a while. Netflix currently has it, and Netflix has a sensational deal with Zack Snyder. They really, really like him. So there's a possibility that that might happen if uh, Batista is not cast in any James Gunn stuff coming up. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd like to see a good Gears of War movie, so I hope Zack Snyder doesn't do it. I look, I have nothing to say about that. I, I yeah, it'll uh, definitely be a dark movie. My um, won't be any light. Look, I well, no, but Army of Darkness pretty brightly lit, and it was super fun. So was Army of Thieves. And Rebel Moon's out, right? No, comes out into the year, okay. but they are uh, promoting sure. the hell out of it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because there's so little news coming out now. All of my newsfeed is just absolute garbage now, and a lot of it's related to, yeah, uh, you know, this and this that you hate to hear. Oh, yeah. confirmed what we always suspected. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yes, we suspected the movie was delayed because they just announced. It. Like, you have to read 10, 10 pages into the article to get there. Yeah, um, there was a trailer at GamesCon for the live action Fallout. Now, I'm actually more interested in this, the video game Fallout. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's been in the works for a while. It's Amazon Prime. Uh, so far, uh, in the trailer, they showed the Brotherhood of Steel marching across a desert and their vertebrate vehicles. That sounds kind of awesome, actually. Sure. I don't know uh, what any of that means. I've this is not the Kevin Hart one, right? That's different. Not the Kevin Hart one. That's Borderlands. Fallout is is the Bethesda the game. that You're stuck in the vault. Then you come out of the vault, and the whole world was decimated by nuclear uh, explosion it. and it, it's a very 1950s themed world okay uh, Walter Guggins is in it uh, he plays a ghoul uh, similar to Fallout 4's John Hancock if anyone has played Fallout 4 that's a he looks really good in the makeup in the picture I saw um, that's going to be an interestingly fun show I think uh, it sounds like they're going to do it right video game stuff is is has gotten better the adaptations. Well, I think the stories in video games have continued to get better, and they finally realized in TV that there's a better way to adapt it than trying to cram a 30-hour video game into a 90-minute movie. Hey, let's make it a 10-hour TV show. Oh, exactly. there's, there's actually room to do some storytelling there. Um, and there was one surprise little thing I saw. There's a show that's on Amazon Prime that you and I are both pretty fond of. Is there... Is there? Yes. What's that? Upload. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upload season three, October 20th. Oh, thank God. Right? Nothing to look forward to. Right? I, I, I That was like completely. The season two was a little little sketchy, but. Well, it was completely out of left field that that dropped that I saw that article today. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, Dom, no, I did not watch Ezra in the Flash over the weekend. No. No. No, no, no. no. Frank doesn't turn on television. Well. No, it's fine. Sometimes Destiny's back right now. So yeah. I've played a lot of Baldur's Gate and, you know, a yeah. lot of playing back into Destiny a little bit. And Starfield's coming out. Never uh, heard. Uh, so, uh, I have too uh, much content to watch for this show that I don't have time to play all these video games. Right. And I have too much video games, <laughs> video games to play to, do, to, to, to have content. I rely so on you. Are we, are we in DC still then? Um, we can go wherever you want. The only other big, real big thing I have yeah. left is, is the Ahsoka stuff that I'm actually really dying to get into. So... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, you go we'll wherever there. you want right now. Yeah, Absolutely. so so I'll, I want to hit a couple DC things. So Absolutely. Um, one, to go back to... Oh, I'll have to check that out. Charles just said the Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game trailer's out. Oh, that looks I'll have good. to go look at that. That sounds good. Um, so, a quick, quick update on Harley Quinn. Um, for anybody still not watching it, go do yourself a favor and go watch Harley Quinn. The seasons continue to be great. Um, Chris Maloney's back pretty full time is the the James Gordon with the drinking problem and and mentally unstable that's hilarious and Alan Tudyk's back as the Joker right now and you got a lot of other characters that have come back in they've done some really neat 
things to Harley Quinn's storyline. She joined the Bat Family for for this season. (laughs) So and how that's working out for the Bat Family and for her has been been super fun on the show. Um, And we got the Masters of Disaster, which is, you know, from a comic, a couple different comic books, but they introduced a female version of the Legion of Doom for that. So that's been that's been fun, too. And um, if you don't want raunchy um, blood splattering all over the place, humor um, adventures with Superman that comes out every Friday has one episode left this season comes out this Friday. I would binge it before you get there. Um, it is great. How many Still episodes? Is nine. They're nine? so easy. So 20 minute episodes, man. I keep telling you, it's it's, it's such it's the Superman that I've been asking for since we got Man of Steel. And that's on Max. It is. It's on Max. Okay. It's it's they it's a younger version. You know, oh. Jimmy and Clark are best friends coming out of college, going to an internship at the Daily Planet. And the vet reporter who's like been an intern for six months is Lois Lane. Nice. And then you get the development of their story. You get task force x involved you get some classic superman heroes you get to watch him learn how to use his powers as it goes but you get that he's he's good because he wants to be good do they still do the stuff back on the farm do they there's a little bit uh he still doesn't know where he's from or anything so they haven't dug into his heritage really okay it's a different kryptonian story as you evolve through the season than what we've seen um a lot of the time no Um, watching caves no are you sure Maybe season two. Maybe. Um, but it's it's great all around. It's, it's just super fun. They have some good guest stars. Some great voice actors are on the show. Um, they they have Terminator in there, but he's young and up. You get Mr. Mixoplex. You get um, Parasite. You get a lot of classic villains, but all all with new spins. And, you know, unlike usually, I'm not mad at any of it. Because wow. as long as it's a good take, I don't care if you go way far from the... Uh, Source material, and as you as long as you don't try and say this is the new canon, which we see plenty of times. I also don't mind if you stray from the source material as long as it's good and written well. Holy! And shit. this is actually one of those shows. Holy shit! I know. So speaking of that, um, so Blue Beetle, <laughs> I'm I'm speechless at the at, at the positivity right now. <laughs> is uh well we'll 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 see how that long that lasts. Yeah. So Blue Beetle is a week and a half out now. Um, confirm biggest. Box office disappointment. Box office disappointment of of the DCEU ever. Um, even worse than any of the movies that came out during the pandemic. Shazam two, uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. That's a shame because I like the kid. I like I like the kid that plays Blue Beetle a lot. So yeah. So little background for anybody listening that does not know about Blue Beetle. You do get snippets of this in the beginning, but they kind of played in the movie as like. They show you a bunch of newspaper clippings, which if you don't know, you need to pay attention to because it tells you the entire history of Blue Beetle. You, you, you're you lost. And they kind of introduce it as we go. Right. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dom throwing some uh, some notes in here. Uh, he was thinking about me when he saw Blue Beetle because everything I said I didn't want yeah. uh, they did in the movie. So That's true. And I'll get to those points in a minute, but I want to give a little Blue Beetle background for even people that saw it might not know. So Blue Beetle, the original character, is one of the Charlton or Charlton comics characters. It was a different company than DC uh, that went out to for public domain. DC ended up buying them in the 70s into the 80s. So characters like Blue Beetle were there. Captain Adam came from there. The question. Uh-huh. Those were all those characters as well as Peacemaker. And uh, and Nightshade and a couple other ones that they were like, we don't know how to integrate these characters into our universe because they're, you know, from somewhere else. So one of the reasons that a crisis on Infinite Earths was to combine all these different properties they'd purchased and be able to relaunch all these characters. So Blue Beetle was from one of those uh, comic acquisitions. So and the cool thing with that is the character originally was Dan Garrett, who was introduced as like a mystic hero who in the ancient egypt and um actually on another island in in wherever they don't really say where it is in pago island which they mentioned in the movie found a scarab that gave him mystical powers and he became the blue beetle he had also he could fly he could do all sorts of crazy stuff um had like red uh prisms for eyes as, as he took over his powers um and by day was indiana jones he was an archaeology professor so and when ted cord was a college student dan garrett was his teacher and he was like his TA and like star pupil. And one day Dan Garrett got super injured as the Blue Beetle 
and came and Ted found him. And then Dad, Dan Garrett passed away. And Ted was like, I'm going to carry on your legacy. Ted Cord just happened to come from a lot of money. So he became, so Ted Cord's Blue Beetle, which was my Blue Beetle, which is the one from the 80s, the one in Crisis, um, the one who had his own series in the 70s. And then again, um, right after Crisis came out and then was reinvented uh, in Justice League's run after Legends when they reinvented Justice League with Martian Manhunter, Booster Gold, Fire Ice, Guy Gartner. Is that I talked about it a few times. Uh, which one? Ted Cord? No. Uh, I mean, they referenced him a ton in Arrow. Right, but I mean, is that the one that sh actually showed up in the episode of Smallville? No, that's still Jane, That's still Jaime. Gotcha. Go um, so, but Ted Cord was the Blue Beetle for all of that. Okay. Um, when they did a series in the 2000s, Dan DeDeo, when he was running DC into the ground, um, they did an Infinite Crisis. And, um, but to touch on the Ted Cord piece real quick. So, Ted Cord was like a serious ish character like always had the quips and the like spider-man meets batman basically okay. but he had a huge bug he flew around and it was similar to in watchmen you see night owl's big owl sure. you just froze or did i freeze one of us froze oh not me Phew. okay jack froze so uh we're gonna uh i'm just gonna kind of tread water until he comes back because uh, I'm not starting uh, the Ahsoka stuff uh, until he's back um, and he's through his. Uh... Uh, oh, it's me that's frozen. Oh, thank Hold God. On. Yeah, I said I was going to tread water until uh, you came back um, and you're back. Good. OK, is it still me that's back? OK, you're back. Great. Great. I'm still here, right? Yeah. Where where where'd, uh, where'd uh, I, I cut out? You cut out at the Blue Beetle car. No. A little bit. Pissed. Oh, the be the Beatles ship that they did, like the version in Watchmen. Yep. WB pulled your plug. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so they had so he came out like that, and then he really became like comic relief in Justice League. So in Justice League with Booster Gold, the two of them became like you know blue and gold, mm -hmm. and just comic relief for the next like fifteen years or so. Right. And then they aged him up a little bit, and then. Uh, Max Lord, who was the leader, of the or the guy that reformed Justice League and everything, killed Ted Cord at the beginning of Infinite Crisis. And they said, oh, well, part of this Infinite Crisis, we can't not have a Blue Beetle. So then they introduced Jaime Reyes during the countdown to Infinite Crisis, and you got that character came up. So that character's only been around about 20 years, okay. a little less than 20 years, as, okay. as, as this current version. The Smallville one you're referencing was, was Jaime Reyes. I just read another review or reminder about that where they did the crazy, horrible armor, but it was a story of like this young kid trying to become a superhero. Right. And it was a parallel to Clark's journey when he didn't know how to be a hero and had to figure it out too. Right. right. Um, Blue Beetle's also in the first episode of DC's Brave and the Bold with Batman. Mm. The one with, um, oh God, what's his name? As the voice from uh, Drew Carey show. Jensen, Security not... card in James uh, and Bob Strike Back. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah, him. And say, oh, what a lovely tea party. Yes, okay. him. You'll remember the name. I do um, not know his name. Also. It starts with a D. That's all I got. Uh, um, so anyway, so about the actual movie. So, <laughs> so it's definitely a movie about family. So I don't know why you haven't seen it yet, Frank. Because uh, this kid is gets um, zero character development for the full two hours he's on screen. Um, Dietrich. Dietrich Bader. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you, you get Jaime's supposed to have been like the first one to graduate college and he has all these big things. But then, you know, we do a lot of digging into to stereotypes and challenges that the Latino community face in the United States. And it goes heavy into that for the first 45 minutes of the movie. Does he learn karate? No, okay. no, no. He doesn't. He has no reason to know how to do any kind of fighting. But uh, but luckily his symbiote does. Because Blue Beetle is really a cross between Venom and Iron Man, and gotcha. and Metamorph oh and Plastic Man. It's a I weird. I got that. I got that from the commercials. Yeah, it's a weird meld of a lot of different things where where they kind of talk and it's like, hey, do this, but no, I don't want to, and we're going to do this. Um, so you get that, but it does dig deep into the family dynamic, and about an hour in, the movie actually gets going, and <laughs> you stop being as annoyed at the sister that 
is possibly the most worthless character to ever get introduced in a movie. Oh, God. Um, George Lopez, who's over the top until he just wears you out and you're like, all right, I'm just, this is the character. I'm good. I'm here. Um, and then, you know, but I, I laughed at spots. It got me to tear up a few times, like all okay. stuff I didn't expect to happen in it. Okay. Um, it would have been a great TV movie in a couple parts, like yeah. it was supposed to be. But um, I, I don't know if it qualifies. It it shouldn't have really been like released as a DC movie. I think James Gunn is getting a lot of flack for this movie that he doesn't deserve because they're all like, this is James Gunn's first movie. Well, this movie was filmed two years before James Gunn ever got an offer to go work it, for DC. It it just to just to to squeeze in for a second. Um, that's not even part of his DC universe. I know, but every article I see is like James Gunn. Yeah. I'm like he's, mm. he's already come on record to say what the very first thing in his universe is. Yeah, and this one is he said this is the first Commando. character that will be in his universe. Right, but Creature Commandos is his first actual right DC. He's only announced that and the Superman movie. But go ahead, I I I apologize. No, 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 jump in, man. Um, those are those are the the um, yeah the only two things that are currently with his stamp on him. Um, but this character, I think this character will stick around. I don't think it's getting the right treatment. I think it'll blow up when it goes to home video. Um, I didn't get the Ant-Man, like Dom saying in the chat, he got it, He felt like he was watching Ant-Man. I didn't get that. I I got I, I got more TV movie, like, and where right. and and I got more Flash TV show where like this guy can't do it. His family needs to come save him. And all of us, you know, and we get Ted Cord's kind of talked about, like he disappeared, and then they have. So when they do bring Ted Cord back, he's going to have to be old because he has a twenty-four-year-old daughter in the movie, um, who happened to have a Brazilian mother, so she can also be Latin to be the love interest for Jaime. Of course. Um, and then Susan Sarandon is the awful white woman. Are they related to the Flash? Uh, seems like it. <laughs> uh, but Jaime. Um, yeah, I I feel like they did his his character a disservice for like any kind of motivation or any reason to do it. Like they, there was no development for him. It was just all about family, family, and it's a family trope that we've seen a thousand times played out in everything else. Right. Um. And they kept trying to dive into like America's bad because we don't treat immigrants great, and they went deep on that a lot. Um. Which you know I I agree with and i you know i get it but like they just kind of beat you over the head with it for a lot of the movie um so i think that didn't help to alienate a lot of the audience gotcha um because and, and as as crappy as it is a lot of the um hispanic led movies with that as their backstory don't typically do well in the box office that's just historically that that's tended to be an issue um, and I think that fell through to this. Susan Sarandon looks great, by the way. Yeah. Like, looks phenomenal. Um, I feel like the only person they could cast as Blue Beetle when they bring it back is going to be Joel McHale. Because he plays a douche in everything? Uh, no. Well, you didn't watch Stargirl. He, was, he did play a douche on Stargirl, but he's also, you know, has some humor. And he's still built like a superhero because he's been working out like crazy for years now. Yeah. Um, I feel like they could bring him in and he would be the one to play Blue Beetle. When they, if they do anything with the character and bring Ted Cord back in, right? Because they need him to be older and look like you could have a 22, 23 year old daughter. Um, they did do some fun stuff with the family later on where like the grandmother was a revolutionary that nobody in the family knew. And like she gets a chance to wield a huge Gatling gun <laughs> and is like all about it and is like, and, but they also play fast and loose where like the main core of the story is he's like, we don't kill to the symbiote. Right? right, but his uncle impales some random guard with the beetle's leg and throws him off, and the grandmother just takes out an entire battalion with this gatling gun and gets this like crazy maniacal look in her eye, and they're all like, "We got to find out your backstory, Grandma." Is like the whole family is like you know shocked and confused. That could but be movie number two. Yeah, I look. Uh, it's not getting a sequel, but um, I, I think you could bring that character in and. and and bring him in and out of other properties as we go. Like I said, unfortunately for his own solo movie, they didn't do enough with the character himself to give him a personality to bring in and out of other movies. 
it felt kind of like um like Dom said this movie felt like it should have been a second movie and then we could have gotten to know Jaime better as we got to to this movie and actually gotten motivation for him. Out of 10, I give it like a 6, uh, which is pretty good for me. Honestly, yeah. Um and that's yeah. just because there are times when I'm like god damn it, why am I crying? That's that's very high marks for you. Cuz the family stuff actually did hit by the end. It just took it a long time to make it hit. Oh, and big props to the guy that um, I think is Daniel Guillen, um, who is Guillermo and what we do in the shadows. He's also in this as kind of the whipping boy from Susan Sarandon for the whole movie. Um, but that was another one where they just kept making like this bad joke where she kept calling him Sanchez. Um, it's not his name, but he's Hispanic. So she calls him Sanchez the whole movie. Um, there's a lot of those things in it. It's like, you know, um, but there, like I said, I I, I give it a six because um, it, if it hadn't got me those couple moments, it probably would have been lower because they just missed on a lot of things they could have done to make the movie better. Um, but the effects were great. I will give it that. There, I, I had no effects issues through it. Like I had the last five or six Marvel movies I've seen. That's a that's a plus. Because, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd when it comes out on video on demand in like a week. <laughs> See now that I could sit and watch on a Sunday afternoon. I would, uh, it, no. It's it's a great TV watch. Like I've, you know how I love Venom because it's a great like hey have it on the TV. Yes. Same thing with this movie. I've also honestly I've also pushed all my chips in on the Philly. So I'm like, you know, if there's a game on, I'm watching it all the time now. And that does that. I missed up. a game in I've missed a game in three weeks. Now that eats up a couple. Uh, that eats up a little bit of time, and then I go to video games after that instead of sitting and watching more TV. So if they'd stop waiting until the end of the eighth inning to score. Would be great. Yeah, that's they. They were down one nothing when I started. Uh, when we started this tonight. Um, okay. The only other thing I have on the docket is the one thing I wanted to talk about more than anything since watching it. I have been chomping at the bit to get to Ahsoka, uh, to watch it, to talk about it. I, I, I did a lot of, I have a lot of, I have some lists. I have some stuff written down because it's just not a straight line in their timeline unless you, it, it, it is, and it, like, so I have that here. So f- before I even go into any of this stuff, what did yeah. you think of, uh, so, oh, yeah. Before we even talk about that, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. Look, I'm excited. <laughs> I never get excited. Um, so now we're going to talk about Ahsoka. So if you have not seen episodes one and two, which were released last week and come out on Tuesdays now. Yeah, Tuesdays it'll be out at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday Pacific. Right. Um, so six we're going to talk about that Pacific. Pacific. Huh? Pacific is six. Six on Pacific Coast. Yeah, I didn't say that. I know. You called. Oh, you yeah, were very yeah. mad at six o'clock last Tuesday. I was really pissed. I was like, <laughs> I was sitting waiting. Like, I was actually really excited for this. So I was like, I'm gonna finish the Phillies game and then watch it. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Um, what did you think of the first two episodes? Uh, I thought they were good. I I had no issues with them. Um, it's, is it the Andor of Ahsoka? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did appreciate they dropped both episodes. So same as Andor, I felt like you needed both of these episodes to come out together. Otherwise, everybody would be like, this show's garbage. Yep. Um, so I appreciated that aspect to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought they did good stuff with the characters. I'm not mad about any of the effects so far. I thought those were all well done. The practical stuff's good. Um, I'm a huge Mary Elizabeth Winstead fan. I'm a huge Rosario Dawson fan. I want to get this I'm out of Ray Stevenson fan, you know, before, before uh, I thought they were, they were off. The whole cast was phenomenal, but I want to get this out of the way before we, we, we jump into all the other stuff. There's, there's a lot of videos going around. And there's a lot of people complaining that uh, Qui-Gon got the worst end of the lightsaber deal. He's <laughs> the only one to die from a lightsaber blade. He's Qui-Gon, not. Obi-Wan also died from a lightsaber blade after being the biggest badass ever. It just whiffed, whiffed his hair. Yeah. And he disintegrated. Qui-Gon got stabbed in the stomach through the spine. Sabine got stabbed on the side, not directly up the middle of her stomach into her spine. That's that it the placement was specific, I think, on hundred percent because of this. You remember, you got Dave Filoni writing this. It's not just some it's not just a bunch of people. This is the guy that that has that knows this better than anyone. And look, it opened with a crawl. 
and an space, and then a spaceship, and then a spaceship. So here's here, here's some stuff that I wrote down before I get to my my fun lists and stuff. Um, the Loath Cat, Sabine's Loath Cat, yeah. not CGI, practical effect, practical, oh, practical like Baby Grogu. It was adorable. It was. Now, hopefully, it doesn't die because it's going to be left alone on a planet with nobody to feed. It's fine. It'll be it'll be the the hottest toy this the Christmas. <laughs> Um, when exactly does this take place? So I did some research and I, I got some stuff. Rebels is set five years before the Battle of Yavin. That's BBY as it's, yep. it's put. The epilogue of Rebels is set five years after the Battle of Yavin or mm -hmm. about a year after Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. These two episodes the majority of this show is going to take place around nine to 10 years after the battle of Yavin or about five years after return of the Jedi. Right. Go ahead. So when does, when does Mandalorian take place? Ah, I got that next. Ahsoka runs along the same timeline as Mandalorian season three, which is set roughly between nine and 10 after the battle of Yavin nine and 10 years after that. Okay. The Book of Boba Fett is set between seasons two and three of The Mandalorian. You got all that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ahsoka actually paused her search for Ezra and Grand Admiral Thrawn to help Luke start his school for the Jedi. So, these first two episodes are set between the end of Rebels and the epilogue, because obviously at the end of episode two, you get end of the epilogue scene go ahead so um and for those listening to the podcast later on i'm, I'm raising my hand to ask questions so yeah. if we're if we're going by that logic yes then when did the episode that ahsoka was introduced in mandalorian season two happen because that's when she captured the character that we are dealing with at the beginning here so she's had her for years no she had she that capture was recent because no, but she captured her in The Mandalorian. Correct. Right, but then you said she stopped searching after that. To help Luke. So they captured her, put her on a ship, and then, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm not, because, I'm not, yeah, it, doesn't, it does not make sense. Because that, if she's captured and, and on a ship, and that's right. when this first episode is. Right. So that's between the end of Rebels and the epilogue of Rebels. So that's... You're talking, and and you have to figure in, in all that time, she trains Sabine at some point. So they're, right. like, they're really cramming a lot into this small space right now. And I hope they make it make sense. because Yeah, and if, if they don't. If they cares? don't, they don't. You know who cares about the timeline? The people that sit online and write articles that don't have anything else to write about. They're like, timeline's almost done. Correct. Now. This lightsaber was, if it was. Dude. three centimeters more to the left, it would have been more realistic that it didn't kill. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to go through this first list that it's I have. It's a movie about ma magic people with Jedi swords, like laser swords. Like, calm down. <laughs> there, Dom had asked me if he needed to watch Rebels to understand this. Yes. Yes and no. <laughs> you you definitely needed Rebels to understand who the characters were at the in these first two episodes. And you, did, you do need Rebels to understand who... Grand Admiral Thrawn is if you haven't read the books. And Ezra. And Ezra, yes. Um, there is a list out there of the 10 Rebels episodes that you should watch that will catch you all up on this. Not and, and there's like 20 Clone Wars episodes too. There's right. a lot of it. Their, their watch list is massive. It, it is. So that, that I'm Which definitely... Which is a bit not, problematic. I'm not going to go through that. Um, a couple of things that I that I noted that I really liked. I really absolutely grand slam out of the park chopper. Oh yeah, grand slam out of the park. And if you see the video where they decipher what he says when they're flying the ship to put the tracker on, it's yeah. even more hilarious because he's still just talking shit like he always did. He absolutely is talking shit, and Dave Filoni does the voice. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'll have to go check that out. I didn't know that either. But when, when she's telling him to look for the tracker and he's like, you went through my stuff. And she's like, I didn't go through your stuff. Did you look under here? And he's like, oh, there it is. And and like it, but it's hilarious. Um, I did go back and watch, the, like I said earlier, the Tales of the Jedi. 
Yes. Because it's it's three episodes of Dooku, uh, which, by the way, if you haven't watched it still, you do find out what happened to Yaddle. Um, oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, they, 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 they actually did a nice job with it. And season two of that comes out like in the next like couple months, I think. Okay. Um, but then there's three episodes about Dooku, three episodes about Ahsoka. Um, so even that stuff is actually on the recommended watch before you watch Ahsoka. Really? Yeah. yeah they're, th- dude, those are 10 minute episodes. It's like take an hour and knock out Tales of the Jedi. It's okay. that fast. They're super quick. Cool. Um, and the Doku stuff, Dooku stuff is great. I, I know a little bit about the Dooku stuff and it is really, 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 really good, good stuff. But I think as Dylan said in the chat, uh, we're getting the Anakin flashbacks. I feel like some of those are going to be referencing what happens with Ahsoka and uh, Anakin in the Tales of the Jedi. Uh, okay. Because that's some from when she's first being trained as his Padawan and his difference in training technique from that of the Jedi Masters in the Council and the different approach that he took. Um, um, but there's some good stuff in there. So Dave Filoni, only dire- he wrote the whole series, but he's only directing episodes one and five. So my guess is that you're not getting thrown until five. And it's how many episodes? Nine? Nine. Okay. So I, I think they're going to tease it out there, and they're going to give you Thrawn and Ezra, or at least you're not getting Ezra till episode five. Well, we did get to see the actor at least. In the yeah. first one, we got yeah. the vi- the video representation for the yeah. hologram. Um, okay, so here's a here here's here's another thing that that I want to bring up before I go into my other lists. There's a lot of chatter about who she was fighting. Who Merrick is? Who Merrick is? Right. It's not Ezra. It's not Star Killer. Ezra. It, it possibly could. So here's this 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 site. Here's the four people they have listed as who it could be. Okay. Uh, Barris Afi. Oh, interesting backstory with Ahsoka. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marek could be Ezra turned to the dark side. Yeah, but that wouldn't make sense for to no. not have Thrawn yet. No. I Though that would explain how Sabine, how that's where she got hit because he didn't want to kill her. That well, no, the the girl, the girl did that to her. Oh, was it the girl? I thought it was the the no, buddy. No, no, no. Okay. No. Um, Marek could be Star Killer. Absolutely no way in hell. And people are like leaning on the fact that Sam Witwer was a, listed as a voice actor in that episode. That's one of the reasons. There's zero chance that that would be. Did Star you see Killer. the other reason? No. So Star Killer's parents, one of their last name was Marek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. Actually, Starkiller's last name is Merrick. And and the other this the other one that this has is he could be connected to the Knights of Ren. I doubt that also. This could be possibly, I think, the eighth brother, I think, that was in Rebels early on. There was, I think, an eighth brother. Really I, don't remember, I don't remember yeah. I, that I, I, the, that much of I remember overarching concepts from Rebels, but not the specifics like that. Right. Um okay. I don't think that it needs to be anybody. It doesn't at all. It could be the engineer. Because what doesn't make sense is why there'd be a Padawan and a Padawan. Right. And now, now I don't because believe... Because it ruins the rule of Sith, right? Oh, well, I don't think they're Sith exactly. I don't think they're specifically Sith. Mm. I think they're not Jedi, but they're, they're like Ahsoka is more living in that gray area. Well, and so definition with, with Sith, because you know more about the lore and stuff than I do. How could there be, uh, because uh, Darth Sidious, right, Palpatine, had Dooku. Had Dooku. And Maul at the same time. Well, but then Dooku died. No, yeah, but Dooku. Oh, but, well, Maul but, died. But, no, Maul didn't. No, Dooku was his apprentice before Maul, which right. they actually get into in uh, Tales of the Jedi. Right. And then Maul dies, and then and then Dooku dies. Right, but but that means Palpatine had two apprentices. He had two, and then he got Anakin as another. Right, so like it's so the rule of two, but the rule of two is weird. So I don't think that really matters, right? So after so after Anakin, the only other Sith Lord around would be Kylo, unless there's hidden Sith Lords laying around because Darth Vader was Darth Vader and Palpatine both die. 
Well, no, well, Palpatine's sort of dead. Yeah. Well, spoilers well, for every Star Wars thing ever, by the way. God damn, I hate referencing that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rise of Rise of uh, Rise of Ray. Yeah. Come on, there's gonna be a whole another trilogy about it. I know. Yay. Here's okay. Here's a couple of quick lists, right? Here's the the ten best and five worst moments from Ahsoka. Let's see okay. if you agree. We'll okay. speed through these. Best, the opening crawl. Yeah, that was great. Absolutely. Though I here's so just here's how bad it's gotten with these articles being written. Yeah. There's somebody that wrote about a dangling modifier oh, in the man. opening crawl because they're so mad <laughs> that it says the rumors were old and unfounded and not actually uh, about the. I was like, oh my god, these people like, and it was like a five page article. It's ridiculous about grammar. It- and look, I clicked it because my newsfeed is dumb and doesn't know any better. Right. And Google News is a lot, and there's only so many sites I can block a week. I love Google News during the week. Um, now that, okay. Uh, one of the best here is We Are No Jedi. That's when Balin Skull uh, says that we are no Jedi. Yeah, which props to Ray Stevenson and, and also to them dedicating the two episodes to him. So great. So great in that. Um Best, Ahsoka versus the HK assassin droids. That's a cool scene. I like that. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, hang on. Of course, this is uh, this this goddamn thing does this all the time. Uh, best, uh, Ezra's message to Sabine. Yes, I'll give it. It was nice. Uh, I don't I don't think it provided context for anybody that wasn't familiar with Rebels, though. No, no. Um, worst, Sabine taking the map off the ship. Another Mac- Matt MacGuffin. Yeah, look, did she need to go off the ship to think? Eh, whatever. No, 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 no. Uh, best Shin Haiti tracking Sabine Darth Maul style. That was kind of cool. It was a nice little throwback. Yeah, a little. Not- look, Filoni is got. It's going to be full of those. Like, yep. we're, we're going to get all the references to all the things. Yep. Uh, Sabine versus uh, Shin Haiti uh, is listed as one of the best things in the episode. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Okay. Well, they had uh, they had to establish that she was actually proficient with a lightsaber, which yeah. we actually got when she had the dark saber. So, and people are all crying online about, oh, she doesn't have the force. There's actually a line that Kanan says <clears throat> in Rebels that says that the force flows through, and and they've said this many times in the over the course of Star Wars, the flows the force flows through everything. So, in either know, way, it's it's not like she's doing force choking. Right. She's no. just using it lightsaber which uh one of the best for our friend ray as you mentioned yes it was great uh this has at the worst sabine survives being stabbed by a lightsaber it's okay it's okay it's not real she didn't really get stabbed it's (laughs) yeah it's okay necessary to move the plot forward and and give an example of why she would be motivated again here's here's another worst risking an explosion in a hospital i thought that was awesome I thought that was that was typical Sabine if you've watched Rebels where she's doing a thing with the droid head. Yeah, so this this Sabine doesn't have the and and maybe it's on purpose but doesn't have the childlike exuberance. No. Or recklessness. Like the the actress doesn't come across with that. Like she's doing all the things that do it but she doesn't portray Right. Like reckless and excited about to do and just whatever. Screw right. you, I'm doing it my own way. Like she doesn't, she's too little too emo. To, little they, too emo. They tried to establish that reckless thing at the very beginning. With the two great cameos, by the way, Clancy Brown and the other yeah. kid. Yeah, but and I, I don't I like I said, they're they're doing all the things to represent it. She just doesn't act that way. Right. She's just like it's just the actress is a little a little more melodramatic and a little more emo than than sabine who was a little like i'm just gonna do it my own way and like but not not out of exactly uh attitude out of arrogance like right whatever you know and Um, just not caring and the last two things on this list one of the worst was the the for the empire scene uh where they were at the shipyards um i I didn't have a problem with it oh with the guy from house and walking dead and all the other things yeah um, and the last one is, uh, the last two, the best is Ahsoka casually dodging the lightsaber, uh, just like Anakin did in Clone Wars. That was kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Chopper and Hera's banner, which was hilarious. Um, all right. I have, I have two more 
things to run through real fast. All right. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go through the Easter eggs because that's silly. And I, I, actually, I'm just going to go through the last one. It's it's 16 questions. Okay. After episodes one and two, the other two things aren't so important. Um, is Peridia a galaxy or the name of a planet? No I, idea. I think they're introducing a whole new galaxy to give them space to do more sh stuff outside of what is canon in Star Wars now. Well, and that's it was a wormhole, right? That took Ezra uh, and yes, it's so there. It looks like they're setting yeah. it up as the the Pregaria's migrating path. Yeah. So yeah, and that's fine. Okay. I'm good with that. Uh, who does Lady Morgan keep saying Thrawn has been? Why does Lady Morgan keep saying Thrawn has been banished or in exile? That's odd that. wording. Yeah, that's odd wording. Um, I do like the fact that she's a that she's one of the witches of Dathomir, though. Yeah, that's it's nice to reintroduce the Night Sisters. Um, and look, Filoni has every reason to because they were Filoni's baby. Yep. Uh, yep. With everything he did with Savage Opress and. Um, you know, all those characters during uh, uh, Clone Wars. Who is Marek, uh, the, the Inquisitor? Um, it, that's going to be, that's either going to be a really awesome reveal or it's just going to be, uh, this is the 15th brother. Like, it's going to be like the engineer. It's going to be in the right. Which and are, are these, are because they're not Inquisitors we have so far. So I don't know where. He's he's dressed like an Inquisitor, and he has the Inquisitor lightsaber. Right, he is. But, I mean, the rest of them, the, no. the other two were not, so why no, is he working with them? And their lightsabers aren't red as much as they are a little bit shaded more towards orange. Well, they're, what's the corrupted crystal, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Bled, um, bled the crystal. That's what it is. So, Balin was a Jedi who survived Order 66, and now he has an apprentice. So, how did that happen? I wouldn't mind getting a little blurb on how that happened. I bet they we get that in like Bad Batch or something. Yeah. I bet that character shows it. But now it's a shame because we won't get the voice. Unless, unless it's already filmed. Who knows? You, you never know. Um, will Hera's son appear in Ahsoka? I believe so. Oh, he was in one of the trailers. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he was. I'm 90% sure he was in one of the trailers. I, I thought he was too. Who is really calling the Lady Morgan since Thrawn isn't force sensitive? She keeps saying that someone's calling her and that it's Thrawn calling across the galaxies. Yeah, but he's that other race we don't know a lot about still unless you went into the Thrawn books. I didn't. Books. No, I know. But I could mean, the Thrawn be, books were great. But Could it be that's where the witches are from? That galaxy? Uh, I mean, I mean power pretty that, locked in there from Dathomir, but there's no reason that she couldn't talk to Thrawn. Because we also don't know everything the, the witches can, the night or whatever right. night sisters could do. So. This is this is a fun question. How many imperial traitors are there in the New Republic? <laughs> I mean, we're still seeing them in Mandalorian, right? So it's not a surprise. No, no. Right, uh, we have that whole subplot in Mandalorian that I guess will get explored someday. And and this one will get explored. What led to Ahsoka and Sabine's falling out? I also would like to know where she trained because we know she did it with Kane in a little bit. But right, the right. way that the dialogue is going, it seems like they were almost closer than Master and Apprentice at some point, which whatever. I hope not. I, it's whatever. They don't need it. They don't need it. It. They don't need it. Um, is Sabine force sensitive? I think she's force sensitive. I don't think she's super strong in the force at this point. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think she will be. I don't think you need that with the character, but there's no reason. If she's a warrior and she's a Mandalorian, there's no reason she can't use a sword. Yeah. Uh, who were the ancient people from a distant galaxy? I have three more left. Um, how did the great purge of Mandalore affect Sabine? They really never mentioned that. And I don't really know if I care, to be honest. No, and she was always a bit of an outsider from Mandalore. Yeah. From Mandalore anyway. Yeah. Uh, like she didn't want to go home. That's why um, uh, Bo-Katan got the Darksaber. Anyway. Yep. Uh, this one's a really good one. Will the entire gross ghost crew join the search for Ezra? Do you think they bring Zeb into this? No. Now? I think our nod to Zeb was in Man Mando. Um, and Kane Zeb, is Zeb, dead. I mean, Kane is dead. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and though it would be great to see Freddie Prince Jr. with a little little ponytail. Um, I, would, I would, I mean, look, I would be all for it. 
and but, then- uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think Zeb comes in. Um, because they wrapped him up so nicely, it was actually kind of annoying even to see him in Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and the last one is who will feed Sabine's cat while she's away? Uh, that, that act. So the mayor uh, will take care of it. Maybe that. And the, one of the other big complaints that I saw, people were like, where's the ghost? Where's the ghost? The ship they're using this little ship. I don't think he was going to blow his load in the first episode with that. I think that's going to be a bigger reveal, not so much a reveal, but that's going to be a bigger thing down the line. You're going to get that big. You're not, they put out, there's a Lego set. There's a model. There's all kinds of stuff. No, why, would, why would Hera take the ghost just to fly her? Right. Exactly. Why do you need to fly that down to no? They were fine. The Ahsoka ship was being flown by Mace Windu and Count Dooku in the Tales of the Jedi series. So is it really? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, that was a, there was a scene in a lot of the Clone Wars stuff that style ship. And next next uh, next week, uh, hopefully, I want to get into more about her droid, uh, who is like a hundred thousand years old. Yeah, who is the, always the light the saber builder, who is brilliantly played by David Tennant, by the way. Phenomenal. So for me, uh, I would give it an eight out of ten for the two episodes. Uh, I got that high. Um, it's yeah, the I'll go, I'll I've been go. looking forward to all year. I mean, I'll I'll give it the same. It's only because I don't have any I don't have anything to pick apart on it. Yeah. Um. Because it it. Oh, uh, so I will say, you know, the the nice things about it is it felt like the original trilogy in the look and the feel and the outfits and the cut co- like. It felt like George Lucas's hands were all over, even though it weren't. But Filoni, it was finally getting to see Filoni not, yes, um, you know, have other people push what they wanted on him. It was it was neat to feel like the color palettes, everything just felt very George Lucas yep. OG Star Wars stuff, which was cool. And if you're gonna get a Zeb sighting, it'll be five, episode five. You won't probably. And, and if you do, it's going to be maybe a communication, a hologram communication between the two of them, him not being able to join them because of his his duties with the New Republic or something. That would be cool. I would be cool with that. And we'll probably get the guy from Kim's Convenience Store that episode, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's in it all the time. He's I like yeah. him. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I got for for, for that. That's the Ahsoka stuff. Um, awesome. Ch- check me out at Jack Kid Music. You can find out where I'm going to be at this weekend it's, it's spoilers it's percocy and doylestown and uh everywhere else i'll be coming up i got some more places downtown philly i'm playing um all over the place coming up and uh you know thanks for finding the geek spot if you are listening after the fact tell a friend on where to find the podcast it's uh everywhere they can listen and uh, tell them to give us a review and a rating and tell another friend we'll have video soon i promise talk about buttered sausage where it comes from what it that's it Mm-hmm.